people, it is good to be back. This is Anime Double Play. It is November 22nd, episode 35, the day before Turkey Day, Turkey Day Eve. Happy Turkey Day to everyone. And we have a special guest host tonight, or maybe not a guest host. Please welcome back my brother, Thomas. I've returned. Woo! I'm on the podcast. I have, it's been like super awkward because I like left on Wednesday and got in on Wednesday of like the last two weeks. So it would have been like really hard to actually do the podcast. But if it was just like I left Thursday and got in Thursday, I only would have missed one or like Tuesday, Tuesday, I only would have missed one. But I had poor timing on my leaving for doing the podcast. So it's all I good. missed it. <laughs> so Mary did solo, and John was on last week, right? Yep. We nice. That's good. But I've been away for two weeks, just traveling to get out to my new home in Seattle, which is quite far from my past home. So that's why I wasn't <laughs> in. But now I'm all set up in my new apartment with my gigabit internet, and it's super fast. So that's cool. And we are happy to have you back and to keep talking about the animus. Yeah, I haven't watched a ton. I basically just, like, watched the weekly ones, like, the last couple days. And well, I that's your job. That's fine. Yeah, but I haven't watched anything new. I haven't really done much of anything because I've just been kind of traveling. I went to a football game in Minnesota and did random sports things, but I haven't done any anime things, so... Got to get back on that bandwagon. Right. Well, we're happy you're here, and we're happy to speak once again. Everyone, my brother, let us begin the podcast. I'm back. We know what you did this week, which is nothing much anime-wise. <laughs> nothing. Um, <laughs> Mary went I, to a con, so that was fun. I did. I went to New York. Um, I went to Anime NYC. I keep saying New York Anime Fest, but that's not a thing anymore. And I had a wonderful time. I was there Friday and Saturday in costume. Got to see a lot of cool stuff. Got a lot of free stuff. Um, let's see. A lot of Boku no Hero cosplayers. A lot of Naruto and Boruto. Um... Of course, a lot of your name, a lot of Sword Art Online. Um, we, I had a blast. It was nice being back in a totally saturated anime environment again. It was good. Anime I loved it. everywhere you look. Yeah, I went to the Crunchyroll booth and I got a free Yuri on Ice bag for being a premium member of Crunchyroll. Um, I got a Crunchyroll lanyard and I got a Funimation lanyard. And I went to the Sentai booth and the Amniplex booth, and it was just super cool to see all these big industry names at the convention. It was a lot of fun. And they had a Japanese game section, so I played the drums, they had some rhythm games, and I got a bento box shaped as Totoro. It's very delicious. And some mochi. Um, so much fun. Had a really great time. Would highly recommend it for anyone who's looking for a con in the city, New York City. Um, it's also going to be the same weekend next November in 2018, so keep your eyes out for it. I haven't gone to a con in forever. I don't remember mm-hmm. the last con I went to. Oh, we went to Icon, which sucked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you consider that a con, but uh, no. whatever the next... I don't remember the last con I went to. 
before that. Yep. That was my first big con in a really long time. A little too long. Feels bad, man. Feels bad, man. But, um, I also got a cool free Inuyashiki sort of poster thing. Oh, that's cool. And I also got a little, like, autograph board signed by the creator of Fairy Tale. And a fairy tale cool. art book, so you don't even like fairy cool. tale though. How much well, of it have Demer- you seen? I we own the first twenty volumes, I think. Demeray went to a booth and bought like sixty bucks worth of stuff, and for spending over fifty bucks, she got it. Oh. Like it was like a free thing, so she gave it to me because she's never really heard of fairy tale, and I have. How many of the fairy tale volumes do we own? We own like twenty I, of them or something. Yeah, we own about Too many. twenty. Too many. Too many volumes. But yeah, it was fun. And um, anime-wise, this week, did I read anything? I was reading something. Oh, the new Boku no Hero chapter was good. But I think that's it. I want to kind of jump right into the episodes, if that's okay. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I have so much to catch up on. But let's just talk about the newest stuff. What have you seen? We'll start there. What did I watch? I watched... Okay, so I didn't watch Black Clover because that shit is so bad. Join I'm try me! To, I'm just going to try to read me. it. Reading it's just going to be so much better, so I'm just going to read it. Apparently, um, the this, epi- this week's episode of Black Clover was filler. Oh, my God. <laughs> that tilts yeah. me so bad. It could be good, but I'm going to try to read it. Um, what did I watch? I watched... I caught up in Junie Tyson. Ugh. Ugh. I don't think it was that bad. The, it sucks. It's, it's just too much past. I don't know why they're doing all this backstory. It they sucks. do like I'm... double the backstory on these uh, these twins just for one of them to instantly get killed in like a really not cool way. And I'm they're so just shitty people. They just I'm like so steal money and crap and then they burn it or something. They just ruin people's lives. I almost didn't watch it. I was so mad. It's just... I'm so... It's it's easily the disappointment of the season for me. I'm so upset. Well, it is after the first episode was so cool. Yeah. And then they made everything else really not cool. But this episode was not good, obviously. Yeah, it wasn't. But The, the fight like, was literally the last three minutes. But, like, I wasn't here for when Monkey died, and that was kind of cool. I'll give him that. Right, I was really surprised that she just, like, got killed. I thought it would be, like, a lot more going on. It was kind of lame. It was kind of how fighting works. I mean, not everyone gets a super heroic death. I know, but it still, like, was kind of lame. No, you're right. I understand that. The horse got the worst death. Yeah, horse was just like, oh, I can't beat Ox, so I'm just going to lock myself in this room. And then Burn to death. Yeah, he was like a really lame character because he didn't actually do anything. He just like got really scared after he couldn't beat Ox. And I'm like, dude, try to think of a way to win instead of just giving up. I know. But, but 
How Let's many people do we on. have left? How many do we have left? Oh, it's uh, Ox. No, he died. Bunny. We literally no, just said, Ox oh, still- Ox, sorry. It's yeah. Ox, Rabbit. Ox, Tora, <clears throat> Rabbit. Um, Rat, Nazumi. And the twin, whatever the twin is that's alive, dragon or snake. He's the snake or the dragon, yeah. So five left. Hmm. Getting down to the wire. Yeah. I want Tora to win. She's not going to win, I want Tora to, to win. win, too. She's <laughs> not going to, but I want her to. Yeah, <laughs> but that's okay. Okay, let's talk about something else because it sucked. Let's talk yeah. about what else I watch. Um, Inuyashiki. Oh, oh, I love this show. This it's my favorite amazing. show. It's so it's good. My f- <laughs> it's my favorite show of the season and possibly the year. They made it so, like, kind of realistic for something that's so far-fetched. Just, like, Hero's whole thing is just so cool. Like, they, I think they just did, the story just did a great job with developing Hero and everything they did with it. I love this show. I was, like, in shock. Like, my mouth dropped when the mom, when you find out about the mom, I was just, like, I couldn't believe it. It's I was not surprised the- at all that she killed herself. Well, she said, she said, he said, like, what if it was me? And she said, well, a, a parent should suffer along with her child. And I was just like, oh. So when she did it, like, I wasn't surprised. I, I wasn't surprised because I knew the possibility, but I was surprised she actually did it. And he's so sad. And it's like, why do I feel bad? You're a serial killer. That's the cool thing. That's why I think they developed him so well. Because I, like, obviously, like, feel, like, feel bad for Hero. And he just, like, murders tons of people and is, like, super ruthless. And then he... But he doesn't even know, like, why he's doing it. He's still, like, kind of a kid. He's just doing it for fun. And now he's like, yeah, I probably shouldn't do that. And then his life gets destroyed. Yeah, like, right after he decides he doesn't want to do it. Yeah, and then the police people show up, and he has to fight them off, and then his life gets ruined. But it's still super cool. I feel bad, oh, but it's it, so cool. the story is awesome. As much as I feel for him, it's so cool. It's so sick. And I love Inunashiki and Ando. I love that duo. They're so funny, but they're also like doing really good work, and I'm happy for them. Yeah, they're really fun. They've been the comedic relief. It's kind of interesting how, like, you think um, the old guy, whatever his name is. What's his name? Inuyashiki. Yeah, what's his first name, though? No one actually calls him Inuyashiki. Ichiro. No, he, um, Ando did. This episode, he went, he said it weird. He said Inuyashiki-san. Inuyashiki-san. Okay. When he was up in space chilling with the astronaut. Right, so Inyashiki-san, or Inyashiki, um, you think he's just going to be the main character, and then uh, Hero is just going to be kind of like the side villain person, but they kind of really made it out to be that they're both kind of the main character. Like, they both develop them kind of equally and show their story and their path with it, and they're probably going to be enemies in the end. Oh, but, yeah. Like, obviously, but... It is kind of cool how they don't just make Hero the villain and him the good guy. They kind of try to, like, show them on equal footing. Granted, like, one is definitely the hero and one is... Hero is the anti-hero and hero 
the he- real hero is named Inuyashiki, but <laughs> yeah, uh, they, they try not to make it like all about the good guy. They do a great job kind of making it both character centric. And yeah. I think there's a lot for the story. I love this show. I love the show. I love the opening. I'm so excited every time I watch the episode. The only thing that pisses me off, one thing I don't like, is the stupid CGI they randomly add in. It's not even consistent. They just put it in at random parts. Yeah, I like the show so much, though, I'm I'm able to overlook it. Oh, yeah, this doesn't make the show worse. I just don't. It's not like they only use the CGI when they're, like, transforming or anything like that, because they don't do that. They just add in random parts, and it's just inconsistent. Even if they kept it consistent, I'd be like, fine, but... It's just kind of annoying. I'm like, oh, now he's CGI out of nowhere. He's just having a conversation. This is weird. When that's he's my CGI, when he's CGI in the sky and he's screaming. Ugh. See, I feel like that would have looked a lot better not CGI. I agree. I think it would have been more emotional if he was not CGI. Because it just doesn't but, blend in with the rest of the, the right. show. It was still a great scene, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right. In your shiki. Right. It's great. So good. We love it. Tell me, my hero, where you going? What do I need to end my war? So good. All right. What else did I watch? Uh, recovery <laughs> of a MMO junkie. Kawaii! It's great. The show's it's so good. It's <laughs> so refreshing that the guy knows he knows. He knows. He knew at episode six, episode five. Like, that never happens. It's so refreshing. And now he might know her from a previous game. I mean, that's definitely the case. And Oh, man. We've kind of so known good. that for, like, two episodes, I think. She, like, referenced at one point that she played an old game and had a good friend. And, I mean, the way this anime is going, it was so obvious that he was the friend in that game. Ah, uh, I I like this show. If it, it makes me warm and fuzzy inside. Yeah, but the the guy Lilisan is making moves. Good. He should make moves. He's in love with her. Because at the end of this episode, they're like, "Oh, Lily's getting online." Or no, um, the the guy who is going on dates with um, Mori Mori Chan, whoever that that guy's name is. Kawhi. He goes, oh, Kawhi. He's like, oh, my friend's going to join us because they're getting right. online. Who has a hilarious character. Yeah. <laughs> He's so troll. He's funny. I love him. Him and his character. The character and the character's character. Yeah. Oh, but God. What I, was... I forget the name. Her name's Molly. His name's something funny. Yeah. But I got to finish my thought that it's cool that oh. Lily is making moves because he's going to come online. I, and this was like after like like a two-minute dialogue of him talking about how he's like not going to get involved for whatever reason. Like some stupid reason that I don't like. Like, dude, you <laughs> like her. Just like go for it. And your friend is like obviously totally indifferent. But um, yeah. he's like, I'm getting Aww. online and I'm going to play. Because the, the Kawhi doesn't – he doesn't know. Kawhi doesn't know that uh, Mori is Molly and uh, – yeah, Kawhi Hayashi. doesn't know that Molly that uh, Mori is Hayashi, and he also doesn't know. Does he know that um, that uh, Sakurai is Lily? No, 
So, so it's going to get really messy really soon, and I can't wait. So if I was uh, Lily, I would go in as Lily and pretend like I don't know that because he so if Lily shows up, Molly is obviously not the character and he doesn't know who Kawhi is playing with. Or maybe no, he does know who Kawhi is playing with. So then he sees Maury's character. Wait, I'm trying to figure out. This is like a weird. <laughs> You're confusing like, yourself. No, it's a weird who's knows who knows situation because if Molly or if what the hell Maury Maury Chan say Maury Chan sees Lily, and then oh yeah, she would know it's would she know that it's um the guy? Unless only if Kawhi introduces him as Sakurai. Like, oh, this is my friend. Then she'll know. Yeah, but doesn't... She... Oh my god, then, I'm so confused. if that happens, <laughs> if, if, if Kawhi introduces Sakurai, this is my friend from work, she'll, she'll know that it's Lily, and he'll know that she's Hayashi, but they won't know that they know. Oh, will that be the case? If she finds out that he's Lily, then yeah, she'll know he's Lily, and he'll know she's Hayashi, but they won't know that each other knows the identity. No, but he would. Lily-san would know, because... Uh, uh, I'm, I'm so confused. Can we I switch can't, animes? <laughs> I need to draw this on a piece of paper. I can't do it in my head. I need a piece of paper and just write it. This is so confusing. That's what Such I was thinking romance. about. This is what I was thinking about like the last week. I was like, so would they know if they know? And honestly, I think they would, like unless they're idiots at this point. Because uh, Maury would have to know. Because, yeah, because it would make sense. Because then she'd be like, oh, if um, whatever the guy's name is, is Lily, then that's probably, he knows I'm Hayashi. And that's probably why he showed up mm. randomly. At whatever. Moving <laughs> Jesus, on. This is the We're worst. moving on. <laughs> whatever. It, the episode literally comes out tomorrow and we'll figure it out. Yeah. But, but I, this is what I've been thinking about the past week. So anyway, let's just go on to what else. I think that was what all I watched. What else did you watch? No way. Watch, because just because it didn't come out. Just because it didn't come out, we're watching more than that. Oh, well, I'm watching Bordo and Sangatsu no Lion. Is that it? Are we down to, like, four? I think so. Hold on. I have to check. I'm, I'm sure there's something I didn't watch because I we haven't dropped, been able to catch up. We dropped Kino. We dropped Girls Last Tour. We collectively have officially dropped oh, Black Clover. I, I totally forgot. I didn't watch Ancient Magus Spread. Oh, it's pretty good. I didn't watch it yet. It's I'm like, still I've only like watched, like, three or four episodes. It's still, like, like kind of boring. Back. It's still kind of boring. But, do, um... Do we know what's going to happen? Do we have, like, an end goal or anything? Um, we have to prevent her from dying. Right. But basically, it's just them, like, traveling around the world, like, solving magical crimes? That makes sense. I'm on the episode where they're, we're going to learn about sleigh bellies in the next episode. So it was the one where the guy's like, oh, you don't know that you're going to die. And probably has to do oh, with the fact that she's a sleigh belly. Yeah, I'm kind of We're in a totally new arc. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm, I haven't watched it yet. 
I've been traveling and crap. So I I'll know, do it's that. okay. We met a black the black dog and um oh I can't really tell you because it's a spoiler, but someone got stabbed. In the heart with them feels? Um, no, it was like in the it definitely the left side of the chest with like a vine. Oh. Whoa, Karama is in this? Karama's in it. The show would be so much better if Karama was in it, let's be real. Rose Whip. Oh, boy. (laughs) But let me babble quick. Um, Boruto this week, another filler episode, but I still loved it. I'm just, I don't know what's going on. I think it's because I've become attached to the characters now, but I just, like, I just loved it. It was super cute. So, Thomas, they're about to um, graduate from the academy, and Boruto's like, whatever, it doesn't really matter, and everyone else is, like, studying and training because, like, it matters to them, but Boruto's just, like, a load of shit. So he doesn't really care if he becomes a ninja or not. And Serata's just like, yo, like, friendship doesn't last forever. Like, once we graduate, it's, like, basically it. You're the only person that really cares. And he's like, well, fuck you. So he plans this big camping trip for him and all his friends to go on, and they have to catch this giant magical fish. (laughs) Wait, this sounds so stupid. But it was really cute. I I wasn't even following, so... Sarai was like, yeah, we're friends, but it's pointless now that we're graduating. What does that mean? Yeah, like, we're all going to go our separate ways after graduation, and we're not going to be able to hang out anymore. Friendship doesn't last forever. What? Why why not? (laughs) Exactly, but then she goes home, and she's talking to her mom, and and she's like, yeah, Boruto's a fucking idiot. And Sakura goes like, no, like, I'm still friends with... basically all my friends from the academy and Boruto's father I wasn't even friends with at the academy and I became friends with him after like what the hell are you doing and then they catch a giant fish and they eat it wow sounds so bad it wasn't though I liked it (laughs) it sounds so stupid I Boruto has drawn me in it's still okay I'd still rate it a seven um but I like it more now Um, okay and then, another amazing episode from Sangatsu no Lion again. Um, we're still in this arc, which is probably the best arc of the anime so far. Um, the bullying arc, which you need to watch Thomas episode 25 of Sangatsu no Lion. You don't even need to watch 1 to 24. You should just watch 25 because it's gonna, absolutely fantastic. I'm going to watch it because you say it's so good. I just have to actually do it. Add it yes, onto my long list of things to watch, which never ends. It's stupid in the beginning. It's it's kind of boring in the beginning, but once you get past, like, episode 10, it's really good. Um, this episode was good. I'm trying to remember what happened. I know I liked it. Um, shit. It was... Oh, right, right, right. Um, Hina's getting bullied at school, and... She, um, they write on, she goes into school and she writes on, people write on the board, like, Hina's such a bitch, we hate her. And, you know, instead of being the cute little anime girl and going up and erasing the board, she looks at it and sits in her seat and the homeroom teacher comes in and the homeroom teacher's like, what the hell is this? Hina, what the hell is this? And she just, just stands up and goes, I didn't write it. It was already there when I got here. I don't know who did it and sits back down. She like, because usually when you're getting bullied, I guess, in Japan, you kind of hide it because you're embarrassed. I think and a lot of people like, do that. I don't think that's just a Japan thing. Oh, and she was like, no, I, I want this to be to make. I want to make a change. I'm going to be the one that does it. And she stands up and she goes, that wasn't me. Someone in this class did it. 
and don't be mad at me because this is it's this is all a huge problem and she sits back down and it was just like yeah because she's the whole point of the episode was that she's really upset but she's also really angry and they have these beautiful visual metaphors about her rage and stuff and she's like the teacher like they're gonna something's gonna happen next episode and i'm super pumped for it love that show love it so yeah Sounds That's Coolio, Patrullio. It's so Coolio. Coolio times a thousand. Good show. Um, oh, and last week you weren't on the pod, but um, this should have been in the intro, but uh, Mike and I rewatched um, Your Name since I got the DVDs. Oh, you watched Your Name with him again? Yeah, it was good. It was still good. I wish oh, I could really? watch it again for like the first time because it's, it's not... it's. It's not as good the second time around, or the third, or the fourth, because the surprise and the plot twist isn't as good when you know what's going to happen, but it's it was still awesome. Yeah, I agree. But that's true with everything, right? It's always better yeah. the first time. Agree. Unless it's fully coolly, then maybe it's better the sixth time. I don't know. Yeah, I've already seen that's it four so times. True. That's very true. Um, okay, let's um, skedaddle along to the topic of the week. Yeah. Topic of the week. What is it? <laughs> um, <laughs> good. We are talking about what makes a good psychological slash suspense anime slash thriller. Mary changed the topic in the last, like, two minutes. <laughs> I did not. What? That's it. That's it. We're talking about psychological thrillers. Yeah, but it, I also said when we were talking about it, it could be like, well, psychological thrillers are suspenseful, so I guess it's fine. So we're talking about the certain characteristics or traits. I mean, you can write a psychological, you could do a psychological thriller. We're, we're, we want to talk about the certain traits or aspects that makes a good one. Like there has to be a certain balance of elements and stuff. That makes what makes Death Note Death Note. What makes Paprika and Perfect Blue Paprika and Perfect Blue? You know, we want to kind of get into this sort of different genre that we usually don't talk about, and say our favorite parts about it and what we think makes a really good psychological thriller title. <coughs> All right, um, do you want to kick it off? I only kind of have mm-hmm. one or mainly one point that I think is important, but that's like oh, so you go first. Oh, okay. Because I feel like every story in general, you need, like, good characters and good plot and, like, all this jazz. So I don't think there's, like, a ton to say about this. But one thing, like, if I'm just using Death Note as the example, what makes Death Note really good is that the thinking is all logical and it all makes sense. And that just sounds really stupid to be like, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously it has to make sense. But there's a lot of stories where, like, the plot or, like, the small details don't really matter as much. Like, I don't know, something like Gurren Logan. I mean, you could find a million plot holes in it, and, like, the small details are, like, way less important because it ultimately doesn't revolve around, like, those very small plot details as opposed to Death Note where everything needs to make a ton of sense because... That's basically how the story moves forward and how it's exciting. Like, watch, like, for the example in Death Note, let's say when Light um, 
gets Ray Pember's ID. Like that uh-huh. all, that whole thing makes like a lot of sense. And there's nothing in there that you're like, oh, like, well, this doesn't add up or something, right? Like my best example from Death Note from a moment where it doesn't really make sense is the ending, like the end ending, not like the light ending or not, sorry, not the L ending, but the one with N or yeah, near. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's just like way too, like I read that and it was cool, but I just, it was so hard to follow. It just didn't really make much sense. And that's why I think the first half of Death Note is better than the second half. But there's just like so much going on with like Death Notes moving around and writing in the right Death Note and moving it out of a locker. It's just confusing and it's super hard to follow. And I'm sure like if you like really think about it all, it makes sense. But it's just super hard to follow. And that right. really takes away from it when you're trying when you have to sit there and read it six times to understand it, especially in like an anime form. Like you're not gonna like rewind the TV show. I mean, you you can, but you're probably not gonna go back and rewind a part to understand it better. Like you're gonna do with a book where you like reread it. Mm-hmm. And that kind of just like takes away from a psychological thriller when you just either see plot holes or things aren't clear. And yeah, I totally agree. Um, I feel like what you said where, like, it has to make sense is important. Like, um, it, it all, it, for me, it also has to be a little bit believable. Like, the part yeah, of Death Yeah, it's gotta Note, be realistic, too. That's well, here's point. the thing. That's what my basic main point is the realism, but we're gonna get to that in a sec. But, like, in the one of the best parts of Death Note or anime manga of all time is when like Light does that whole thing of like he forget he loses his memories but then plans it all out and then comes back at the end like that's like super unbelievable like that almost like broke the boundary of like my suspension of belief for a second but it was just so realistic and so thought out and well done that I almost didn't care you know so where you comes at it can be almost like to the brink of its sort of like suspension of disbelief but it was just so clear and explained so well that whole part that it didn't matter it was just really good you know Mm -hmm. yeah and that's another thing like it has to be something that like they can't be making these mental jumps that don't make sense. It's like, oh, right. well, I, like, reasoned it because of, like, excuse me, I reasoned it because of these really small facts. It's like there's no way that, like, even, like, the smartest human being, like, you can't make that mental jump from, like, mm-hmm. and I definitely think L like, is really close to petering on that side of reasoning where... Right. He just sees something and he's like, oh, yeah, this like makes him more suspicious because of this, which I think is also like a flaw in L, not like his character, but like in him that um, the authors put in because like L like kind of really, really wanted light to be Kira and like every small thing he was like analyzing where he knows like, oh, well, Kira, like if it was. If Light was Kira, he would do this. But these are also, like, really small things that, like, if he wasn't, he may also do that, you know? And right, right. that was something that, like, it makes um, Light's um, mental jumps look, like, kind of unrealistic. But at the same time, it does make sense because he, like, wants Light to be Kira so badly. 
to a certain degree. As much as he says, like, I don't want it, you to be because blah, blah, blah. But he kind of does at the same time. Because yeah. it just he makes think, sense. He thinks he's being objective, but for some reason he just really wants Light to be Kira. Yeah, he you know? can't be 100% subjective. He's pretty close, but I think that's, like, a pretty good thing they add in to make those, like, mental jumps make a little bit more sense or be more realistic in this. But we probably shouldn't only talk about Death Note on psychological thrillers. Are there any psychological thrillers you want to point out that you really liked? For um, clarity of thought? Or anything? Um, I mean, Erased has a good sort of mental landscape um, that kind of goes through, like, what Satoru is thinking, and also even what Kenya's thinking. Just, like, I mean, it's a little advanced for... for In Kenya's perspective, it's a little advanced for a fifth grader. But um, they figure stuff out. And I guess they do it in a believable way. They, get, they go to the back of a bus, you know, they hide her there, they move some stuff around i it's you could almost believe a fifth grader would think of it but i think um except of course like the the last episode of erased where he jumps off the roof and the thing and whatever but yeah I guess ending we're was just, amazing but let's not go I, into the ending yeah i think we're just excluding fi- um finales for this but um I thought that also like you never really find out how satoru goes back in time but it doesn't really matter because you got to save got to save the chick you know and his thought process and who he thinks it is and how he goes through with trying to figure out who the killer is i thought was really one it was entertaining it was just a freaking good show but um it also i think you were right it made a lot of sense and it made it believable you mm-hmm. know yeah i agree like, besides the ending, I really, really enjoyed a race. And I didn't think the ending was horrible. It just wasn't that good. Yeah. Um, one, I just want to point out because I never actually read all of it. I don't think there's an anime for it. I think they did a, uh, a live action. Is one called Liar Game. You should check it I out. Watched the lie ac- I watched the live action. Yeah. So the story is about a girl who is painfully honest. She gets randomly entered in the liar game which is this like really super high stakes game and basically she has like she's given like something like 10 million or a million yen and she has to and there's another person who also has a million yen and she has to there's like a week and she has to either uh, I, I'm explaining this really poorly. Basically, there's like two people competing. They both have a million yen. And at the end they of the week... They have to week, steal their money, right? But they don't have to. So the goal is they have to give back the agency that gave them the million yen. They have to give them a million yen after the week. So if they end up with right. like two million yen or they end up with like 900,000 yen, they still have to give a million. So basically, it's like this weird like mind game where she... like goes up against this guy but they're not like in an arena or anything like that like they're just like in their homes and she's told who the person is and she goes and like meets them and basically some other guy gets involved who's like this uh white crime um guy who does like tons of white crime white collar crime white, oh my god white, white crime white crime <laughs> white collar crime holy shit um 
and this other dude gets involved. They end up entering like a lot of different levels of the liar game. This truthfully honest girl and uh, this um, this white collar criminal. Yeah, I remember. And I liked him. Super, he was super super cool. I'm not doing it justice at all because I'm trying to explain it based on nothing. But it's super <laughs> cool. And I think sometimes those mental jumps don't make a ton of sense. But it is really exciting and at least a super good thriller part. I don't know why I stopped reading it. It was, like, super inconsistent when it came out. And I don't know if I ever ended or anything, but give it a look. I'm checking it right now, actually. I watched the drama when um, I was 15 and I had the flu. So I, I was watching the drama in, in bed, and it was good. Um, let's see, Liar Game. Oh, it did end, Thomas. It's all out. It ended January 2015. Oh, two years ago. Okay, I have to go back and read that then because I really, really has, enjoyed it. It has 201 chapters. Uh, let me check my manga list. Let's see where I'm at with it. Cool. I think I'm pretty while far. You t- while you do that, I'm going to talk about the aspect that we kind of basically covered, but I want to, like, talk about a little more, is the realism. And less about the realism of, like, the mental leaps or the thought, but more about the realism of, like, the setting and the plot. Because all these crazy things can happen, but if it's not based in reality, it's just going to come off as, like, nonsense, you know? Like, um, Death Note is based in reality, it's in modern-day Japan, and there's a supernatural element. There's a death note. And this is like how the whole natural world that we know changes around this one object. Or like in Erased, he has time travel and this changes. And or um, Steins Gate is basically based in reality, but there's time travel. So there are different things that kind of twist the world and make it a psychological thriller. And I feel like establishing a really stable and believable reality is important in um is an important foundation in these stories sorts of stories because then if you have a firm foundation you can basically go as crazy as you want as long as the setup's good but you really need to have like it'd be weird if death note was taking place in the setting of cowboy bebop in like you know 22nd century space like that wouldn't be to me that wouldn't be as good because it's already such a weird setting so I feel like you have to have a pretty solid... Nah, well, I mean, I don't want to say that it has to be in present-day reality, but um, you do have to have a solid setting in order for everything to come about. Like, um, Perfect Blue happens kind of like in the 80s, so that's not present-day, but it's still in reality. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, that makes sense. Right? I'm trying mm-hmm. to think of another example that maybe didn't happen... In, like, modern time, but is still a really good psychological thriller. Do you have any? Wait, say that one more time. Psychopaths. Psychopaths. Okay. Psychopaths happens in the future, right? But it still has... it, It creates a believable society, a believable environment, a really strong foundation. So when, like, shit hits the fan a bit, at least you have that solid, like you know where you are to fall back on, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that's important because if that does, or even um, Ergo Proxy. Ergo Proxy's freaking crazy. 
but the fir- it takes the first couple episodes to develop the setting and the theme and the time and the tone so that when crazy stuff happens, it, it makes sense within the fabric of the show. And I think that's, like, hugely important also in making the show believable, making the logic believable. Because if you don't even believe that the stuff's happening, how are you going to believe the details of it, you know? Yeah. I, no, that makes sense. And, I mean, that's kind of just, like, lingering on the whole point of making it all really believable. And, like, you might – this is my thing, is a lot of shows – like, everyone's going to say everything has to be somewhat believable. But there's so many shows where, like – things aren't believable or don't make sense and are really overlooked because they're not, like, ultimately important to the plot moving forward, where these are, like, major, major factors. And this is why this is, like, a huge difference between, like, something, I don't know, even something like Net Juno Susume. Like, there's probably some plot holes in here. Or, I mean, there's just also (laughs) things that are, like, super unrealistic. Like, Kanbei is the guy who works at the store. Like, I called it, though. I knew that because they both had green it. hair. Yeah, but, I mean, that's stupid, right? Like, they play on a server yeah. that's, like, spanning all of Japan, and they all just happen to live, like, 10, like, 10 miles within, like, within each other, and they're all in the same clan yeah. on the same server. And there's multiple servers, too, right? So if you never played an MMO, like, it's not like you play and everyone who plays the game is on the same server, there's, like, tons and tons of servers. Like, when I played Final Fantasy fourteen, I was on the Marlboro server. But there are, like, ten servers. So even if I knew someone who played, the chances I could even interact with their character was, like, one in ten. Right. So it's super unrealistic that these people actually are near each other. Like, it's not crazy that you meet someone... You meet one person who lives near you. I mean, I've met tons of people online that live near me. But... To have all these people together conveniently so close and in love and all these other things, super far-fetched. But that doesn't matter because we're not watching Thomas, it for that. it's fate and it's love. Exactly. That's why it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's why I'm not sitting here going, this sucks because it's unrealistic. Right. But in sort of this sort of drama, sort of this sort of, Mary's English is just progressing sort with art, each episode. Sort of online drama. Ha <laughs> ha. With this sort of show in this genre, you need to have, it needs to make sense. Coincidence can't be an excuse for everything. I agree. I found out what chapter I'm on in oh Larkin. Oh my god. I'm on chapter like 188. You're close. <laughs> I'm so you close to so finishing. You are so close. I know. I can't believe it. Now I don't even remember like details of what game they're on, but... I'm just going to read it anyway, because I'm only 20 chapters left. You should go back, like, 10 chapters just to kind of remember what's happening. And everyone, you should read this manga because it's good, and then you guys can talk to Thomas about it, because he's never been able to talk about this with anyone. Maybe uh, no. I'll start reading Akino it at work. read it. Akino read it. Oh, he did? Yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, maybe I'll start reading it at work, and then I probably won't finish it by next week, but... I'll be close. You'll have to tell us how the end is next week. I will. I'm, I have to not read it right now. Yes, you do. <laughs> we are still Are recording. we still recording? Did we finish? Okay. Yes. Okay, what are we... Are um, we talking about that weird food thing you want to talk about? Oh, excuse me. So, everyone, I'll have to introduce this because Thomas is just spoiling the shit out of my second topic. Instead of doing an opening or a RAR... 
we decided... Which well, isn't the I, name of it. I decided, hey, I got to call it a RAR for two weeks because you weren't here. <laughs> um, I decided that we're going to do something a little festive for the foodie holiday of Thanksgiving. Clap, clap, yay, turkeys. Um, we're going to talk about really... Br- well, briefly, maybe not briefly. We have plenty of time before we're over. Um... Our favorite sort of, like, anime food moments. So, like, food and anime that looked really good and that you want to try. Or, like, something that you've seen in anime that you have had in real life. Sort of stuff like that. Like, I know a first one. Um, I have a couple. I'll go first, Thomas. <laughs> I, I mean, you I just, have nothing to say for this. I like you, ramen and takoyaki. There you go. I mean, I don't know what to say. Like, the... I've had a ton of Japanese food that they have in anime, and a lot of it's really good. Here, I'll example. You just have to comment on what I say, and then if you think of anything, you can let me know. Okay, one, the food in Ghibli movies always looks amazing. I know. Those pigs really ate the crap out of that food and spirited away. And um, in Ponyo and Howl's Moving Castle, they have, like, the thickest bacon and um, the eggs in Howl's Moving Castle, every, all the food just looks so good. And I mean, in Ponyo, food's a major pom- plot point. The only thing she says is, I love ham. So I don't really like Ponyo, but um, the ham looks delicious. Number two, the end of season one of Haikyuu, the feast they have at the end. You mean the one where they're crying all over the food? But the food looks so good. I don't know. I was trying to wipe my eyes i couldn't see the food <laughs> thomas was too upset i, I didn't actually, actually cry for that but i know i actually saw on um anime news network somebody recreated that entire feast and put all the recipes up so if you want to make the feast at the end of haiku you can that's absurd why would anyone do that <laughs> who knows um let's see Number three, and you've had this too, Yuri on Ice Katsudan. I mean, it's just Katsudan. But, I mean, I wasn't in love with Katsudan until I watched Yuri on Ice. I mean, I've eaten Katsudan. It's really good. I don't think I'm going to like so it more or less because good. it's in Yuri on Ice. Oh, I, I like it more because it was in Yuri on Ice. This is such a bad reason to like food. Yeah. Um, some things... Oh, and also Pierogi, which you don't get, but I want to try Pierogi now because that's in Uriana's. Isn't that like an uh, Eastern European thing? Yeah, it's a Russian sort of bread dumpling. I don't know, but it oh, looks really good. So I was walking around last night, and there is a small Russian cafe that has Russian dumplings that I walked right by yesterday. Oh, you should go in and ask for Pierogi. I will. I will. When you said that, I was like, oh, I could go there for dinner tonight. I might do that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Thomas, do it and take a picture and put it on the tweeter. That'd be great. Okay, I can do that. My roommate gave me a thumbs up for it also, so it looks okay. like we're doing that. Hey, Brandon. Hey. Um, some things I want to try. Amuleto Raisu. It's just a rice omelet. <laughs> Is it, though? I don't know. I've yeah, never tried it. Yeah, it's just rice omelet. Have you ever had it, though? No, because See? omelets made out of egg Japan. are way better. No, but there's also egg in it. It can't just be rice. I mean, I'm sure there's egg in it. I don't know. 
I honestly, I think it's just kind of like an omelet. With rice in. I just want to try it. Because it's in basically all anime. Okay. Um, I want, let's see. I actually just Googled anime food. Oh my God. And I'm looking through pictures. Okay, um, listeners, a, wait, listeners, you can obviously tell I did not approve of this conversation idea. Oh, stop. You read some of Toriko, right? Yeah, I read like 50 chapters of it. It wasn't very anything, good. Anything you'd want to eat from Toriko? I mean, probably. I mean, it's all supposed to be like abs- like the world's best food, so the, the yeah. manga just isn't very good. <laughs> oh, I have another one. I want to eat the pizza from Silver Spoon. Oh, my God. I haven't gotten up to the pizza. The pizza? It's not even a pizza episode. It's like a pizza arc. <laughs> it's all about them trying to make pizza in this oven they find on campus. And it looks... I literally watched that episode and I had to go get pizza. It looks so delicious. All the food in Silver Spoon looks good because they're at the farming school, so it's all, like, fresh and organic, and it just looks delicious. Yeah, I mean, that's, I, like, the point of the show. Yeah. To a certain degree. Um, I, I would love to try, like, Hot Pot. Like, everybody goes and, like, in the winter, and they, like, their mom, when they get back from school, makes them, like, a Hot Pot, and it's all, like, the beef and stuff that cooks in the water. I've never that done. I've never done Hot Pot. Because every time I go somewhere with Hot Pot, they usually just have Korean barbecue, and I just end up doing barbecue. I've never done, like, cook-your-own-meat Korean barbecue, and I really want to. Oh, it's great. It's so good. You should just go with Sarah and Demery somewhere in the city. I keep telling them to take me, but they're like, it's expensive. And I'm it like, is, but it's so good. It's like yeah. 25 bucks for all you can eat, generally. Which oh, isn't wow. horrible. I mean, if you go somewhere, like... I don't know, you drink, so you're going to go out to dinner, you're going to get a $20 meal and a glass of wine for like $20, for $9, and you're going to spend 30 bucks on your meal. Like, instead of getting that wine, you get more barbecue. I mean, I feel like that's the easiest decision of my life. I hate yeah. wine, and I don't like drinking all that much. <laughs> so I take more barbecue over beer any day. Right. Well, I think also... Lastly, they have a lot of good, like, Japanese desserts. Like, I've had mochi, but I would want to try, like, fresh Japanese mochi, like, from Japan. I love mochi ice cream. They have a lot of good pastries and, like, crepes and stuff. Like, whenever anime girls are walking home from school or, like, even in, um, your name, the cafe. And they stop at the cafe and eat all the food. It looks delicious. I don't know. It kind of just looks like food. I'm kind of indifferent towards it. Thomas, it's Thanksgiving. You can't be indifferent towards food on Thanksgiving. Wait, okay, let's end this conversation, but let me end on this note. So Mary, when we're prepping for this, she goes, so Tom, since it's Thanksgiving, and in my head I'm like, she's going to say, like, what we want to be thankful for in terms of anime. (laughs) Like, where is she going with this? She's like, let's talk about food. I'm like, what? That's... So random. Not where I, I thought it was going. Mary, the point of Thanksgiving is like, I don't know. I don't know what the point of it is. Say thanks I know for what something. The point, I know what the point it's of it is. It's definitely not food. Talking about being thankful isn't as fun as talking about food. I could say what anime or manga I'm thankful for in my life, but like that's sappy and lame, and we're also kind of a comedy podcast. Hey, hey, hey. 
So I really like katsudon because gay ice skaters eat it. Like, what do you want me to say? I like katsudon because it tastes good. I also like, I mean, <laughs> you, you know what I mean. God, okay. Aren't well, you happy you're back? You're so happy you're I'm back. I'm so happy I'm back on the podcast. I mean, the yeah. first half of I mean, I, I like doing this. I just think this conversation is whatever. But it's still, it was still funny, though. It was fun. Guys, tell us in the comments if you think this was one of the best segments of anime double play you've ever heard. Okay, the well, anime food segment. It was amazing. Okay, if we're talking about food, I went to the Grilled Cheese Grand Prix in, in Seattle this past weekend. And they had a bunch of beef jerky there and a kangaroo jerky. <gasps> cool! How'd it taste? Uh, it tastes okay. It didn't really taste like... It's just kind of meat, you know? It doesn't, like, smell right, like Australia right. or Foster's or anything like that. It doesn't smell like Australia or anything like that. Or Foster's. Th- Thomas Awad, 2017. I don't know. There's some people who probably think it would smell like Australia because that makes sense. What does Australia smell like? Not the slightest idea. That's why that's a really stupid thing to think. Yeah. Um, well, one more thing about food. We, um, after the, uh, our last day at Anime NYC, we wanted to celebrate, like, good cosplays and good whatever. So, um, Sarah and Demery went out to a Korean bakery and got the greatest strawberry shortcake I've ever eaten in my life. Oh, like, you're telling me about this. We ate it for dinner, and then we ate the rest for breakfast. It was so good. <laughs> We ate a whole thing. It was like a $35 cake. It was big. And we ate the entire thing in like two meals. It was awesome. I'm thankful for that cake. That cake made my quality of life better. It's the best cake I've ever had. I can get behind that. So we hope you guys are thankful for anime and are thankful for cake and food. And um, Thomas is going to tell us what the Perosky tastes like. And um, this segment was single play approved. This segment was definitely single play approved. But <laughs> are we uh, are we just wrapping up? Are we doing anything else? I think we're uh, done, right? Unless you have unless you have anything, I could I could do this forever. You know me. Yeah, I don't. Hopefully next week. Like I should have a lot more time to watch anime this weekend because, I mean, my office is closed the next two days. AKA I'm not working because I work from home. But uh, I'll probably just end up trying to get a bunch of anime in so I can talk about a lot more stuff next week. And yeah, just because and you I can miss... finish Liar Game. Yeah, I'm going to finish that. I'm probably just going to finish that tonight. But I also just miss not watching anime. So I'm going to get back on that. Have more things to talk about. I have to pick something to watch this weekend. Should be good. Yeah, can't wait to hear from you, and we're very happy to have you back, and we're very happy you, the listener, keep coming back to enjoy our beautiful podcast that we love doing oh so very much. So thank you. We are thankful for you, Full Circle, on this Thanksgiving for listening to us and letting us do what we love, so thanks. Thanks. All right, let's wrap it up, or was that your wrap it up? (laughs) Was that, that was wrap it. it up? That was it? Okay. We, it's tied up. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. The both of us back here again. This was Anime Double Play. See you later.